Right, we just wrapped up with Daisy and Chrissy from the Junior Giants. They came on, they talked all about the Junior Giants program, how they love the Giants, and we even talked about a little bit of ballpark food there at Oracle Park and around. They are our chicken tender experts. Or so they say, they talk about what's the proper breading, how should it be cooked, and how much chicken should be inside. We found out all about them, including what Scooby-Doo character they are, what's the perfect ratio for trail mix, and are you flying, driving, or taking the train? We also went deep into our grab bag and answered some weird questions this week. Which Spice Girl are you taking with you, Zach? The pirate question. (laughs) Always. Oh, the pirate (laughs) question. All right, well, stick around for this episode. It was a fun one. Uh, Here it is, episode 65. Welcome to episode 65 of the Spivey Special Podcast. One more than 64. And we did it. That's They were saying we couldn't do one more than 64, but we proved them wrong. Telling us there's a chance. All right, we got a fun episode lined up today. We've got we got two guests today. That is very true. We got the OG and the sequel, as we call them. We have (laughs) Daisy and Chrissy. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, thanks for having us. We're very excited to have you guys on the show. Joining us through, from Zoom, all the way from San Francisco? Yep, San Francisco. All right, so let's enough about us. They've heard us 64 times already. <laughs> you two introduce yourselves. You know, let the listeners know a little bit about you. The Spivey brothers are always here, but who is joining them today? Who is it? Who is it? Sit back and let's find out together with Get to Know Your Guest. All right. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Chrissy Camilleri, born and raised in Roseville, California. Um, I am the youngest of three kids, and I went to St. Mary's College of California, majored in communication, and somehow along along the way, it led me to the San Francisco Giants, and I'm a junior Giants coordinator for the Giants Community Fund. That's Yeah, wow. that's me. Quite the <laughs> intro. I love it. <laughs> Um, I'd be on a game show with that. I introduction. know. <laughs> I already know this one. Hi, I'm Daisy. Next. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. My introduction. No. no. Um, my name is Daisy Wardado. I grew up in Citrus Heights, California. Uh, yeah, great place. Um, I also went to St. Mary's. Um, go Gales. Go Gales. Big, big Gale fan. Um, I'm a fourth grade teacher and part-time I work with the Giants um, as a regional ambassador with the Junior Giants program. Small world. Small Small world. world. We'll get into it. (laughs) How small really is it? How do you guys know each other? That is a great question. We have a pretty fun story. Yeah. Um, So do you want to start with your perspective and I'll come in? Yeah, so I went to Casaroli High School. Um, <laughs> We're both BV if you guys didn't. I, I did. We, I did we, know knew, that. we knew yeah. that one. Um, and I had a really good um, teacher all four years um, with a program called AVID, which just happens to be Chrissy's sister. Yes. Shout out to Melissa. Yes. Hey, man. 
Um, so I met Chrissy my sophomore year of high school or your freshman year. Yeah. 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 It was pretty early. Pretty sure. Or maybe your junior year. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Really early on. And I remember (laughs) back it up. No, no, okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, and Melissa would always say, um, Chrissy would be your friend. Like you and Chrissy would totally hit it off. Um, but we didn't go to the same school. I went to Oakmont. Yeah. So when I mm-hmm. went to <laughs> also <laughs> boo. Yeah. when I went to St. Mary's, um, Chrissy was thinking about applying. So Melissa reached out to me and said, can Chrissy stay with you in your dorms so she can um, look at the college? And so she did. And we did hit it off. And the rest is history. No, but now nice. we're officially God sisters because oh, yeah. Daisy awesome. got confirmed and baptized and all that jazz at St. Mary's. And my sister was her sponsor. And she's my godmother too. So now we're God sisters. So, and people think we're related. Like even my own family on my dad's side thought we were, were cousins on my yeah. mom's side. So um, she's part of the fam. I get officially. mistaken. Yeah, often. I could <laughs> see that. I get you guys confused all the time and we know each other pretty well. So yeah. not really. But basically what you're telling me is, is it's an arranged friendship and then it just happened to work out. You know, I never thought about it that way, but I get, <laughs> but I yeah, mean, kind of, it worked yeah. out, you know, this arrangement was good. But years later, we're still here. So it's rare. It happens in the U S in this age, but I'm just really happy. <laughs> that it worked out. <laughs> we got set up. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's get moving into some of our weird get to know your guest questions. More than just like what your name is and more interest school, we want to really get to know you and we want to find out what is your spirit animal? Mine would be a dolphin. I feel like they're like playful, fun, like water. I would agree. You have dolphin energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I went back and forth on this one, but as of recent, especially since we're like inside, I think I'm a little kitten because I like to find the sunny spot in my living room and just like kind of take a nap. I love that you're a kitten, not like a, like an adult cat. I really enjoy that. <laughs> I have like <laughs> younger sister vibes. And I think that's just like, a kitten. I don't know. I like, <laughs> that I makes like sense. This, it was I'm, specific. It was good. <laughs> she showed her work. That's all that counts for spirit animal. No, I'm not sure if you guys follow us that closely on social media, but I did post a picture of Zach's spirit animal today. <laughs> And I was delivering a package and there was this huge, just Garfield sized cat at the door. And I didn't want to go up to the door and take the package. So (laughs) instead I took a picture and I sent it to Zach and I said, finally, I found your spirit animal. So I put it on social media so everyone can see what I was talking about. I did see that today. That That cat looked like it was really fun. Yeah. It didn't look like it could walk because it was too fat for that, but that's, that's fine. I think that's why it made me think of you. <laughs> Somebody keeps feeding it. Yeah, that's true. He's living the life. <laughs> He's just getting fed, just delivery after delivery. Okay. All right, so now we kind of got like a different kind of question. Spirit animals kind of our go-to. We've gotten some really good answers on that. But this one, you have a handful of trail mix. You have 10 pieces. I did a lot of research this week, um, and that's about the average size is about 10 pieces in one handful. What is your ratio of peanut? raisin and m&ms to make the perfect handful bite i think for me i really like sweets so it would have to be half m&ms 
yeah, so five pieces of M&Ms, and then I'm gonna go three peanuts, two raisins. It's a good combo. Yeah. Um, I'm the type of person who eats all the M&Ms out of the trail mix, so I'm gonna go with nine M&Ms and one raisin because I'm allergic to, to peanuts. I was gonna say, so. I, well, you're also allergic. To yeah. That. Yeah. So that's my answer. The quitter. Just go for it. <laughs> this is trail mix. Why even say one raisin? <laughs> just, just I like it. raisins and it changes up the texture a little bit, you know. I, I would take what's a bag of M&Ms. Try to you have an answer to that? Yeah, I think Daisy was actually really close to the correct answer, but it's going to oh, be... Um, <laughs> there's a distinct are, answer to this. Yeah, you got to go. It's four peanuts four M&Ms and two raisins because you have to have the crunch with both the peanuts and the M&Ms. You have to have, make sure you have a perfect amount of salt that mixes in with it. And then you have to have the kind of chewy with the raisins that kind of gives it a little fruity zing at the end. Fruity zing? What kind of raisins are you eating? <laughs> a lot of zing and pep. <laughs> I really thought that one out. Yeah, I, did. I don't write it in the notes if I don't have an answer for it. Yeah, he only writes down questions that he has a clever answer for. <laughs> He's got them all in the satchel ready to go. Mm -hmm. Indiana Jones of Get to Know Your Guys. <laughs> all right. And this is another weird try question. Exactly. You gotta, I have a lot of questions about this question. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are you going to fly, drive, or take the train? How are you getting where you're going? I'm going to fly. I, have I agree. Yeah. I like flying. Yeah, a lot of people don't, but I feel like it means you're going somewhere fun. Yeah, you're flying. I'm definitely flying. I love planes and heights, which is not everyone can agree to that one. But it, yeah, it feels like a special occasion when you're flying. Zach, At least you when have I an go. answer for that one. I just have a lot of questions. Where are we going on this trip? <laughs> if you I have, agree, yeah, we're not flying to like Oakland. What's my answer always? If you have to ask, you can't afford it. Just pick your mode of transportation. I think train would be the most fun. I think that would be the most fun too. Depending on how far it is. It could be like a- If we're going to like Paris, I don't think I want to take the train. I think I want to take the plane, but- I think that one's the most likely to turn into a murder mystery. <laughs> and I think that that's <laughs> the most important part in any travel. Yeah, I feel like they, I don't have to go through security. I feel like I can actually look out the window and recognize something other than like- But you do have to farmland. go through security- I've never been on a train. I've never been on a train. Long-term train. Oh, I have. They wouldn't let Zach just, on a train. <laughs> I just picture Wild West, like jumping on a train, jumping off my horse. Yeah, like just your. Is that not how it works? Jumping in with your little. They'll still, you know. they still check you. Not as not as thorough, but if I jump on the train with a horse, they're still going to check. I think you can get more <laughs> hammered on a train though than any of the other ones too. I feel like there's got to be the a altitude. train car. Yeah, the altitude. But the altitude with the plane. You get really yeah, but they're only giving you those little tiny airplane bottles of booze. And I think they're going to check you. Like if you're hammered on a plane, they don't like it. They're going to be upset. If you're hammered on a train. They might let you be the conductor. You know what I mean? There's no <laughs> rules on a train. I'm not sure if any of I that's I see Troy wanting to be a conductor. You could do it. I think the theme of this question is Troy and I don't know anything about train travel. <laughs> I mean, I was a conductor. Well, story. My first job ever, I did run trains. So. Like toy trains or like actual worked, trains? I worked at John's Cruel Pizza Company and I worked in the arcade and I actually did run a train. So my first job was ever was a conductor. So I a remember, toy train. Yeah. No, I know. But I pushed no, a button. That one is a ride. I remember when that opened and it was a big deal. That was it like was. I went there for my sixth grade graduation. Wow. 
That was the, the, the place. place. That was the place. I forget how young you guys are. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. You're dating us over here. Yeah, our bad. <laughs> okay, this one's a little deeper. Zach, you asked this one. All right, what's one thing you always wanted to learn to do but never have? Um, Be on your podcast. Nailed it. <laughs> Check. <laughs> um, already done. I think skateboard. I've always wanted to learn how to skateboard. And like when I was younger, um, I was really girly and uncoordinated. Uncoordinated. Came still top. am. <laughs> yeah, still am. <laughs> um but i've always wanted to learn and never have that's a good one go to skate park i i feel like i would injure myself like i that. can't see you at a skate park but you could do it i believe in you yeah I don't you, can't, can't you get a cute helmet a, or something skateboard but it's like if you're at a skate park you're not cool if you're wearing a helmet i feel like oh. you're not cool unless you're peeing your pants <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right chrissy what do you got um i would love to learn how to speak italian or Maltese, then both. I think that would be cool. Or like the intricate side of photography. Cause I'm an amateur, but I would love to go pro. So. Zach, you got anything? Um, What do you have, Troy? I'd like to play the bass. Yeah, that's pretty classic, Troy. I would just be the best bass player. Like it would be all about me. I'd be slapping it up, slapping it down all around. I'd basically be the guy in Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wow. He's pretty good. Oh, he's That's a high bar to set. Yeah. You're going to set it, set it high. I mean, I'm never going to learn, but. You could do like a great, you could play bass in like a movie, like as an extra. Or you don't actually have to play it. Kind of like on that thing you do when they go and they do it with like the chimps. Remember they're on like that random yep. boat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. What so do you got? You can what? do that. What? <laughs> can you explain that? <laughs> you mean you didn't follow like the weird thread <laughs> from a weird movie? Have you ever seen that movie, That Thing You Do? No. I don't think I, I have. I've no. heard of it, but I've never seen it. Well, then you wouldn't get the reference. So. <laughs> okay. We're going to move we'll on. Do our homework <laughs> next time. <laughs> yeah. Zach. Do you have anything for that one? Um, I think I want to learn another language. Which one? I don't know. Maybe like a made-up language. Maybe like a like a Star Wars language or, or something the like one that. From something completely useless. Game of Thrones. Don't they have one? Yeah. Darthraki. Or... I I want to speak to Thraki. Just on the one off chance that I meet another person that speaks it, and then I can like listen in on them. Like at a nail salon. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> like a. A fan fiction nail salon, a fictional place, yeah. I mean, there's so many good ideas that are coming <laughs> together right now. I don't know where to put them all. <laughs> all right, so we're new-ish to TikTok. Um, we did do the Busset Challenge and we nailed it. But um, Chrissy, <laughs> you go, if you haven't seen our TikTok page, it's amazing. Um, Chrissy, I've seen a couple of your videos and two things suggestions (laughs) who does your choreography and are you paula abdul (laughs) (laughs) you know what's funny is that my friend mary rose from saint mary's always says that i give her a lot of paula abdul energy i know exactly the second person who has told me that i don't know if it's like the claps um the drinking (laughs) (laughs) not at all um so i like most of america downloaded tiktok at the 
you know, like the very start of the pandemic. Um, and it has consumed a lot of my, my free time, um, especially when I was like quarantining by myself in San Francisco. So I'm like, you know, what else is there to do? And my friends would just tag me in dance videos. I have a dance background and I would just learn the choreography from there and perform. <laughs> and I like putting on like certain filters. So it looks like I have a whole dance troupe behind me, but it's really just me. Um, but that I actually deleted currently TikTok is not on my phone. I deleted it for a little bit just to be a better human, but, but TikTok is great. TikTok like I feel great. like you can learn a lot from TikTok, like teacher TikTok yeah. is really cool. I've learned a lot of like cool recipes off of there. There's, lot, there's lots of things to learn. It, it's so time consuming because the for you page will like customize it. So like yours would be all about like food and sports and whatnot, but be like other Cubs fans. Yeah. Cubs talking fans, about whatever Cubs, Cubs fans, fans Cubs, talk Cubs about, stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem with TikTok. We've talked about it on some of the other episodes. You just get lost. You're like, what just happened? I've been playing zombie soccer for two hours. <laughs> Yeah, I'll get on TikTok and I'll watch like one video. Like my wife will post one. I'm like, oh, that was fun. And then just the next one just starts and then it just goes and goes. And you're like, okay, it's 1.30. I need to go to bed. How did that just happen? Well, they started this new thing on TikTok that if you're on there for like so long, that'll it'll send you a, like an automated video and they'll be like, you've been on TikTok for a while. I think it's time to go to bed and relax. That's like, a thing? Yeah. I've yeah, I blew like through two of those the other night. Wow. That's the, it's like the equivalent of the Netflix. Are you still watching this? Yes. Like, yes, I am Netflix. Shut up. I want to watch another season. You don't tell Zach how to live his life. All right. He does what he wants. All right. Last one for get to know your guests. Which Scooby-Doo character are you guys? I would say Velma. Yeah. I had a crowdsource on this one. I asked my college friends and my brother and they both said Velma for me too. I feel like I'm a cross between like Velma and Scooby. A little bit of fun in there, you know. Why not? Is that Trey, a, you have that an answer? Thing? I'd probably just be one of the villains. I don't know which one. I feel like that you're like a creepy abandoned library owner. That sounds right. Ooh. I think so. Mm-hmm. I can see it. Or my Darth Racky nail salon. <laughs> <laughs> that language would come real in handy. Mm-hmm. Really would, Zach. I think I'm like part Shaggy, part. Velma. Hmm. I really like sandwiches, so that would be Shaggy. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but I think I would be the the one to figuring out the clues, especially on like the fortieth episode. It's like I'm pretty sure that's not a ghost, guys. We did this thirty nine other times, and it was <laughs> it was the guy from the first scene of the show every single time. Yeah. We ran into this guy. All right, so we got to know our guests a lot more than I thought. I knew you guys a lot better than I just learned so much about you guys. So happy for that. Um, let's take a short break. And you guys mentioned you both are part of the Junior Giants organization, and we'll go into sports job. Today's episode is presented by Clark's. Clark's story began almost 200 years ago when Cyrus and James Clark made a slipper from sheepskin. I love sheepskin. I do too. It should be on everything. At the time, it was groundbreaking, a combination of invention and craftsmanship that remained at the heart of what Clark's does. From the very beginning, Clark's has always thought differently. Always. Brilliant ideas are what set Clark's apart. 
Mm-hmm. We're teaming up with Clark's and Podgo right to bring now. you up to 30% off on select items. Hopefully just these sheepskin boots. I love sheepskin. Including the iconic Clark's desert boot. Did you say dessert? Oh, it says desert. Oh, I thought it oh, said dessert. Okay. That would have been better. We I are like, going to the desert, though, so maybe right. I should get some of these boots. They look so good on you. So check out the 30% off on select items, including the iconic Clark's Desert Boot by going to podgo.co slash Clark's. That's podgo.co slash Clark's. Get your boots today. Sports Jog with the Spivey Brothers. Cubs are good. Get the ball to big country. Generic soccer take. All right, that's enough. I'm out of breath. All right, this week for a sports jog, we're going to be talking about the Junior Giants. Why don't you guys tell me a little bit about it? Sure. So um, the Giants Community Fund is the 501c3 nonprofit of the San Francisco Giants. And our flagship program <laughs> is Junior Giants. And it's free, non-competitive, co-ed baseball and softball um, for kids in underserved communities. And we're all over. We have leagues um, across California, Nevada, and Oregon. And we serve about 24,000 kids annually. So, yeah. Pretty cool program. It's an awesome program. Now, let's, you know, a lot of people like to go to the end and just see the conclusion. But let's talk (laughs) about the beginning of the Junior Giants program for the two of you. How did it all begin? I have to begin because Troy likes to call me. I'm the OG. You are. Mm -hmm. Um, um, Actually started in college. I was studying abroad. And um, my savings account was dwindling fast. So I needed a, um, a summer job. And so I was looking at our like college job board and I just happened to come across the Junior Giants program. And um, I got interviewed and our boss, shout out to Bailey, um, <laughs> was like, we're starting a new league in Citrus Heights. You grew up in Citrus Heights. Like, I think you would be a really good fit. You're going to have this boss named Troy. Um, And I came back from studying abroad and started right away and met Troy. And we um, had a new league. And it was quite the time. So (laughs) let me preference this a little bit, too. I had just preference. Preference. Yeah. It's like like when you pick what you really want. (laughs) Um, So I had just also started with Sunrise Parks and Rec. So this was the first league I had actually run. And it was the first time that we had done it in a while. I think it had been five or six years since it decided to run the program, something like that. Yeah. So me and the OG, um, we're just going at this thing blind and we blink and I think we had like 350 kids or something like that. Yeah. Something pretty big. I think we almost had 400. Cause I remember Bailey, our boss was like, I did not expect you guys to have this. Like we ran out of stuff because we didn't have enough for everybody. So we're trying to get through this program. Neither of us know what's going on. And after carrying most of the load for most of the season, um, <laughs> um, far <laughs> rewind. From the truth. Can you let me finish? <laughs> Daisy got really tired of doing everything. So <laughs> I feel like Troy's at New oh. Shanghai just eating Chinese food all day, all day long. So yeah, we we made our way through it. It was it was pretty fun, and we definitely learned a lot. How did you feel about the season? I felt like it was great. I mean, Troy sat at his desk a lot, mm. played a lot of basketball. 
<laughs> Gotta play horse on break. <laughs> a lot of just like standing around and looks good. Um, but it did look good because I did all the work. So shout out mm-hmm. Daisy. Mm-hmm. I got the credit. Um, but it was very <laughs> successful. Uh, yeah, I mean, we ran a good lead. But this is at the time where Chrissy and I are also becoming a lot closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to Blue Nami one day and Daisy was like, so, you know, I'm working for the Giants this summer. I go, what? And I, you know, born and raised Giants fan. And I think the end goal was always to try to work for the front office. And I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And, um, so I was immediately interested and I had a rec background. I had worked for the city of Roseville. And so Daisy said, you know, next year, I'm going to be moving to the Concord league. You should take my spot in Citrus Heights. I'm like, yeah, down. So the next spring I went to Oracle park and interviewed with Bailey Erod, and she offered me the job on the spot because I reminded her of Daisy. I was like, Daisy 2.0. She's like, yeah, you're hired. You'll work perfectly. The twin thing worked for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I think I butchered that interview. Um, and so then I was assigned to Citrus Heights and um, Troy that- <laughs> wasn't as blind this time. No, but here I am. I like have that A plus student mentality. I'm like, I'm working for the Giants this summer. And I walk into the office and Troy is just reclined in his seat like this. It's recreation, baby. I'm like, hi, you know, I'm Chrissy and just, you know, bright eyed. And um, it took me like a couple of times with Troy. And I think Jake was in the office too, to like Mm -hmm. figure out their vibe. I'm like, okay, I got it. The next time I came into the office, I walk in and they're like, we were betting on you to see how many minutes early you would be. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Who won? I won. Did you? Usually I did. Yeah. I always said you're going to be like two minutes late. No, no. Two minutes early. (laughs) No. (laughs) We bet it. We, we had, I think he might have the file somewhere where we kept it. So you kept the file on it? I'm not surprised. I did it. not surprise me if you did. No, um, but you know, like Daisy, I I was an independent worker. <laughs> no, we learned a lot of responsibility of like how to handle things on our own. So how to do like three jobs yourself? Yes, essentially. Okay. So to be fair, I mean, a lot of you know name shaming going on right here um, <laughs> because it was a free program that we ran. Junior Giants also. I don't think I'm not sure if you guys mentioned it. It is a free program that mm-hmm. these um, parks and recreations they put together. So I couldn't usually a lot, a lot of my hours because of my boss, TG, Todd Gordon. He, Hi Todd. Hi Todd. We had so many other, you know, paid programs that actually, you know, made the district money that I had to put a lot of my hours that way. So the hours I was allotted wasn't that many. So I did my best to help the ladies out, but they, they both were rock stars. I can see why the junior giants kept them on. Oh, except <laughs> Daisy. I think I think <laughs> that's the nicest thing you've ever said. I know. Us, yeah. Thank you. He wasn't looking directly at you when I was <laughs> yeah. with him. I was looking at my brother winking. So no, no worry, Troy we'll- wasn't all that bad. I mean, on Saturday game days, he would bring um like the hash browns from McDonald's breakfast. Mm-hmm. You know, do you remember that? And like I orange do. juice. I mean, you yeah. wouldn't get any, but they were really <laughs> I good. Was say, of you guys. I know. I don't really eat McDonald's, but it was good. And then um, the last day of my season, we hid Daisy in, oh, in the um, the storage unit, and she popped out 
<laughs> and surprise Troy. Yeah, and we made her do inventories. Um, <laughs> yeah, always putting so more. What is it like to work for the Giants now? I know uh, Daisy just does it, you know, in the summertime. But Chrissy, can you speak to how it is working for a professional organization? Yeah, sure. So I always say, you know, people ask, what's it like with the Giants? And I just say, you know, working, I work with the best people in the business. And that's definitely the best part of the job. I mean, yes, it's very cool to have offices at Oracle Park, but um, like our whole team, we work long hours, but they make it fun and we're in the fun business. And um, it's cool that our work goes towards the community rather than, you know, the players on the field, which they're, they're great, but um, it's more mission-based. So that's why it's so cool. Um, but there's, there's perks. There are there's, perks. There's perks. So you I get a lot of good stories out of it. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So my, part of my role is coordinating in pre-COVID coordinating events for the kids to come to the ballpark. Um, and one event is the Buster Posey glove giveaway and Posey gives out thousand gloves to junior giants. And we <laughs> were running short on time one year. I think this is in 2019. 2019. Yeah. And, um, our MC fell through and the night before I called Daisy, I'm like, Hey, uh, so do you want to MC our event at the ballpark tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> sure. Not really thinking much of it slash what we were doing and so I get there Chrissy's like I made your script like here it is and I'm like reading through it I'm like I'm asking kids questions I'm dancing on stage she looked like warming up the crowd like, she was a free show like what like dance with Lucille I'm like what is this and she's like so all the kids are going to be sitting in the stands and like, we're going to put you on top of the dugout. <laughs> on top of the dugout. Yeah, on top of the dugout. And like, here's the mic and go. And it was like, she had the whole sound system of the ballpark on That's her so voice. Good. And we have a video of it. We'll have to send it to you. The whole crowd is like a thousand little kids. <laughs> a thousand little kids. Screaming at the top of their lungs during a t-shirt toss. Yeah. It was, it was wild. A dance. It was, it was wild. a free dance. Yeah. It was, it was, it's my favorite memory of Daisy. So what is the coolest thing you think you guys have been a part of being with the junior giants? Cause I know as a commissioner, well, you guys really were, but as the, having the title, um, getting to go on the field for a couple games, um, B rod as we like, as you guys like to call her, um, has hooked us up with some pretty awesome tickets where we sat in a suite one time for a Cubs game. And then she got us playoff tickets for a Cubs game. And <laughs> she's done some pretty cool things for me just being friends with her. But what are the, some things working for the giants that you guys have done? That's the most memorable. Um, so my intern year. So right after I was ambassador in Citrus Heights, um, I got pulled up um, into the front office as an intern and I think this was like two months into my internship. I get a text about 10 days before our big play ball lunch fundraiser that we have every year. And it was our awesome executive director, Sue. She said, Hey, you know, we talked with our team. Would you be cool to share, you know, your end of season report video that you made of Citrus Heights at, at the luncheon? I go, yeah, that, you know, that would be great. And she's like, okay, um, Buster Posey's going to introduce you. Is that cool? I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Rewind. Um, 
And also, that, you have to dance with Lucille. <laughs> yeah. Also, that's that's part of uh, your job. So um, I said, sure. Of course, it's kind of like, you know, I didn't know what to expect, but it's a thousand guests. It's like all of the, the Giants front office, really all the players and the coaches. And I'm just, you know, senior in college up on stage next to Buster Posey. He says my name twice. It was a great day. <laughs> And then I got to talk about Citrus Heights and show the video of all of the kiddos from that summer that I just like filmed on my iPhone that year. So that is like by far one of the coolest days of my life. And it all, you know, is part of the job, but um, I always go back to that day. Daisy, you have anything? Um, mine's not as cool, um, but one year um, they were short on 50-50 raffle sellers. So the Giants does the 50-50 raffle at the game and half the proceeds go to the um, community fund. And I got to work actually a playoff game <laughs> versus the Cubs. And I got to talk to this group and they had flown out from Chicago. And I basically like tricked them into like buying tickets for the 50-50 raffle. 50 50 raffle and they're like it's for a good cause as they're um paying me someone hits like i can't i want to say it was a grand slam if not like a big two for the giants for the giants (laughs) um gave them the league and they were just so upset with me (laughs) (laughs) awesome Yeah, the playoff. She picked game. that story especially, especially for Troy. For, yeah. to rub it in the the but, playoff, the playoff game I went to was the one game the Cubs lost to the Giants that year, which happened to be 2016 when the Cubs actually went on and won the World Series. So it was a pretty good year, even though I went to a loss there in the playoffs. Zach, how much do you love the Giants? A zero percent, mm. negative percent, <laughs> negative forty percent. How come you guys aren't booing him back? I, I, yeah, boo. <laughs> So, you whisper a boo. I mean, I didn't wear my World Series champion Dodger shirt out of respect, but I did wear the normal amount of Dodger stuff that I wear. See, I, we should have worn our we giant stuff. Have oh. Yeah, we thought about it. Like, I know. So which giant have you guys run into through your time? I don't know how often you – is there one giant that really sticks out as, like, the nicest, coolest? Because I know – there's some of them that are really into the junior giants fund. And then some of them that aren't as involved, which one would you say is your favorite? I ran into Hunter Pence before he was really nice. He said, hi, I could see that almost hit me with the scooter, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, you helped out with an event though, with, uh, he did I fake can't... date Stephanie on floor house. So yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. <true>. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've also seen Matt Cain. He's really nice too. I got to introduce him at a commissioner's event. Uh, we chatted for a bit. I think I might have been at that one. It was in the early days. He might have been. I think you were there, was, actually. Yeah. Pre my. That was the one booing you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, it was. Yeah, he would have been there. Yeah. yeah, it was the one right after. Yeah. My season. Um, one of my favorite players I've met, he's no longer with the Giants, but Nick Hunley, um, he came and was a special guest at our Willie McCovey, um, luncheon. And I, I was helping out Bailey, that's Bailey's event. And I had to go downstairs, hop into Nick's car, help him park because he didn't know how lot a, you know, work because they usually park in the player's lot. 
then help walk him back up the event. And he was super nice about it. He's like, let me move my hunting gear really quick. Um, so <laughs> I don't know, for some reason that always sticks out of my head. He was just very down to earth and cool guy, but also Gabe Kapler. I know it's not a player, but, um, our new manager is awesome. Um, he also came to the Willie Mac lunch about one week into his new job with the giants. And he stayed, um, at that event and met every single family that was in attendance and stayed like an hour past when we asked him to. And he always, you know, bends over backward to help out the Giants community fund and him and his coaching staff created um, like at home, home produced videos for the kids um, during the pandemic. And um, yeah, he's awesome. He helped out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. One last question before we move to our favorite, talk about ballpark food. Um, <laughs> how has the COVID pandemic really affected the junior giants? Cause I know at least when I watch you guys do all the work, um, it was in person, you know, the kids had to go, there was coaches, you know, they got the different prizes for doing certain things on each of the weeks, health and uh, snack food or whatever the other ones were. Obviously I paid a really good attention but how how is it different this past year and how is it going to be different in this upcoming year this summer yeah that's a great question so you know march 15th i think was the first day we worked at home and we our whole team hit the ground running including the regional staff yeah. i mean the regionals were on early last year and we in the matter of about you know 4 to 6 weeks we took our entire program into the virtual setting and launched junior giants at home um and so they were zoom practices run by our ambassador team and they met, you know, twice a week, we did twice a week. four seasons. Yeah. Um, so 16 weeks total of programming. And um, we reached about 12,000 kids in four different countries, 24 states. Um, those coaching videos came in handy, like coach Alyssa Nackin was diving on her bed at her place with a sock ball, um, teaching the kids like some drills they could just do in their own home. Um, and it was great to see the kids on the screen and know that they still had a resource through us. Yeah. I mean, I think at, at that time too, kids were just so just like thriving for, or like wanting some sort of movement yeah. interaction. And so it was cool that they got to still have like a team, um, and someone kind of leading them through some activity. So that was pretty cool to see. They were really excited. Yeah. And we were able to keep our, you know, we partnered with AmeriCorps for the first time last year. And so we were able to keep 90 ambassadors on our team and employed, um, our whole team, you know, worked really hard. So this year, you know, in 2021, we'll definitely be bringing back junior giants at home. We're developing a four week spring training, um, that will be virtual, but we're also hoping that we get some kids back on the field if it's safe to do so. So it's going to be league by league. We'll, they'll have to make the call and based off, you know, state regulations and what that's looking like, but we're, we're hopeful that with some safety precautions, we can yeah. get the kids back on the field. That's good. Awesome. That's awesome. You guys can still run the program virtually and still help out some of those kids that are looking for a little something to do at home. Oh yeah. yeah I'm looking for anything to do at home. That, <laughs> yeah, you are not junior, but you are a little giant. So I think <laughs> that that's yeah. like <laughs> the workout videos were really cool. Yeah. It could be we part of your, know. we don't know what that word means. So we're going to pass. Did you say cookout videos? <laughs> yeah. I'm in. <laughs> we do have some recipe videos. We'll send it your way. Yeah. As ambassadors make smoothies with kids. Yeah. So we'll send you the recipe. I like smoothies. All right. Let's move on to food. I'm hungry now. <laughs> you can't say things like that. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with food court files. All right. It's time for the food court files. 
All right. This week for Food Court Files, we're going to be talking about ballpark food. It's almost baseball season. I'm getting excited. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I, I honestly go. don't care if you ever come back. So. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> they'll be gone because you'll eat them. All the cracker jacks? Yeah. Or like everything in general? Just the stadium. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's start out with chicken tenders. Oh, I love chicken tenders. Mrs. Chicken Tender herself. <laughs> Seriously, over there. big yeah. chicken chicken tender fan. So I heard that you went basically to every place in America, okay, not um, America <laughs> the Sacramento Bay Area. Yes. And then you tried all the chicken tenders, and just give us the results of your chicken tender run. Um. Yeah. Do you have like a top three chicken tender or a I, bottom yeah. three chicken tender? I would say top three would be Oracle Arena, which is no longer a thing. Um, but the War- Warriors Old Stadium had really good chicken tenders. Second would be Oracle Park. This Oracle is really no yeah. to do their, their <laughs> really tender. chicken that's, tender. That's what Oracle is actually known for is their chicken tenders. Really good breading. Yeah. Software yeah. and chicken tenders. <laughs> and I think third would um the tough one. I don't know. I want to say the River Cats had a pretty good one. I've had the River Cats chicken tenders. They're good. Yeah, yeah River Cats is up there. So what are you looking for in a chicken tender? I want to know what the grading curve for this is. So if we can really judge your top three or not, if we're just going to go everywhere else. <laughs> I think, okay, the breading is really important. Oh, yeah. Like how much or how little they put on. I think that's really important. Um, cooking. I've had a lot of burnt chicken tenders in my life and they are the worst not about that i, I like when them. i when i went to the a's stadium they were burnt so i feel like i didn't get an accurate um call on that one yeah yeah because yeah. they were burnt um the temperature and then the chicken itself the chicken like the quality of the chicken yeah you can't have like too chewy or too like stringy correct and then the breading if it's like too hard to bite into Mm -hmm. i hate that it's got to be a little moist good breading on the outside but Mm -hmm. it needs to be a good amount of chicken in the middle too it can't just be all breading yeah that's fair do you have a preference for anything to dip your chicken tenders in I'm a big ranch girl. Yeah. I like ranch. Ranch. My, yeah. My son calls it dab bomb. He loves ranch. <laughs> he puts it on everything. Dab bomb, dad, dab bomb. <laughs> Troy puts ranch on everything, though. I do. I put it on my uh, pasta. I put it on my pizza. I'm just kind of an He puts it in his coffee. He's weird. I don't drink coffee. I just drink ranch. <laughs> How many chicken tenders do you think you could eat in one sitting, Daisy? Oh. Well, what's the size like yeah. are we talking like normal size big size like little like i need a range here if you have to ask the size i don't even want to hear your answer <laughs> <laughs> what's your I, gut reaction daisy gut reaction nine nine that's, think, a that's a good round number zach uh 22 oh wow oh wow 22 okay. I think it just depends on the season. Um, I think I could go for 
the cold. season. Yeah. Like you could eat more in the fall. I've always been a big fall chicken tender guy. <laughs> 25, I think I could I could get a quarter down. Challenge. It sounds like our next YouTube video. We have a chicken tenders eating contest. <laughs> I am still pissed about that chili dog <laughs> off where we I don't know if you've seen it. We no. each ate five chili dogs and we tied. You it was tied? a race. We got it down to slow-mo and we both went at the same time it was such a waste of time wow and then we tried to do a show right after oh ouch this is your stomach it was a great show though (laughs) (laughs) it was all right so what is the best food to eat at oracle park are there any secret spots nobody knows about um okay so even before i worked for the giants i love orlando's um behind the bleachers and you get a cha-cha bowl those are good would recommend it's like a caribbean chipotle bowl awesome what's in a cha-cha bowl um it's a lot of like it's rice beans chicken and like caribbean flavored um veggies and salsa it's great um but on like the other side, I mean, you can't go to Oracle Park and not get a Ghirardelli Sunday. Yeah. You Those know, like staples, that and the yeah. crab sandwich. You have to get. Yeah. Everyone yeah. I've talked to loves the crab sandwich. I'm not a big That's... crab guy, but wow. I well, got the crab sandwich last time I was there. Did you like it? I did. It was really good. Zach will eat anything, though. I will get whatever is the weird thing at the ballpark that I couldn't get anywhere else. He's like a billy goat. Yeah. Well, Oracle Park is known for their food, and there's a lot of San Francisco staples. So if you go in line behind the bleachers, and there's, like, clam chowder, and then there's the crab sandwiches and another line, and you can stand in any single one um, that's, so that's and, o- and order any of that food. You don't have to be in the clam chowder line to get the clam chowder. Because everyone, or the cl- crab sandwich. Yeah, because sure. the crab sandwich line is always really long, but three windows down, you can still get a crab sandwich, and there's usually not a line there. Yeah, that's a secret. Ooh. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore, <laughs> but it's a, it's a hack. Um, yeah, all the people that listen to our show, they're going to be in that line now. It's usually going to be like, oh, you two are on the Surviving Special Podcast. Get out of my way. <laughs> um, and then what else is good? I would say in the field club, there's a really good taco spot and tucked away in the right corner. Mm-hmm. We go there a couple different times. Yeah. Okay. So insider, I know, I'm not sure if it, since you've been in there, Chrissy, but when the giants are on a winning streak, the giants bring in food each day that they're on that winning streak. Was it over three or five? I can't remember. Over three and it's called on a roll. And so we have like on a roll celebrations to keep the rally going. And usually, yes, snacks are involved, um, provided by HR. What year was the last time they got to do that? <laughs> I was going to say, no, the was, last time we were in the office, actually, weren't you there? I was in the office one yeah. day, just then I happened to be there, and we got cream sandwiches, I think. Yeah, they're big on ice cream, because usually it's like in the middle of the summer. Yeah. What is the best thing that they've ever brought in? Like, oh, you might not have been there in their heyday when they actually... Yeah, I. they weren't as elaborate, but you, cream sandwiches, I mean, you can't really be... I'm a big ice cream cookie sweets gal. So yeah, that was really good. I think that's the best one. But other than that, like the only other like exclusive eating experiences for employees would be press dining. So on game days, if you're working, you can go up to 
press signing um, and their breakfast sampling. It's great. Bailey is a huge fan of the bacon. <laughs> Bailey, if you're listening, <laughs> we miss the bacon too. Don't worry. It'll be back soon. Um, and they have like French toast. So. so what's your favorite place to eat around Oracle Park? If you're not going to be eating inside, which you guys probably do more often than not because you're in there working, but is there a place outside of Oracle Park that you guys like to, you know, dip your toes into? Um, so 21st Amendment is great. I like it's that one. down the block a little bit. Um, and they have tachos. So tater tot nachos. That has My been man. Yep. Yeah. 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 Keep talking. Yeah. Um, really great. Have to be there. Green onion and guacamole. Um, so whenever we have staff lunches over there, we get a couple for, for the table. All right. Have you ever been to the American Grilled Cheese Kitchen? Because every time my wife and I go to a game, we park, we walk up to there, we get ourselves a random grilled cheese and we come back to the game. Have you guys ever been to? We've actually it... only been once and it was together. Yeah, we went together. <laughs> we got a grilled cheese with a tomato soup. Yeah, really classic good. combo. Did you just got the normal grilled cheese? You didn't get one of the outlandish ones. Did we get the mac and cheese? Isn't there a mac and cheese one? That's the one I guess. Like mac and cheese on your grilled cheese <laughs> oh, with like yeah, bacon and yeah, like. I think we, we shared that yeah. one and maybe a classic. It was a it was a while ago. I haven't been in a while. I mean, I haven't even been back to the office since last March. I think so. we only got one. Zach, have you one. ever been there? I have not. Does that sound like something you would enjoy? I would enjoy that. Yes. You I would like get like a you like. What's grading? the most outlandish one they have there? I know anything with mac and cheese on it, you're gonna get it. Well, you would probably like. I brought my own narwhal. Can we put this in a grilled <laughs> cheese? I think that's what you would do. So I think they have like a jalapeno popper one. Oh, Ooh, like, let's check that, that out. Yes. Oh, you know what I just thought of? We go to Spark Social a lot. So oh yes. If you go behind the ballpark and pass like the parking lots. Mm-hmm. Um, more so in like Mission Bay, mm-hmm. they have an outdoor food truck kind of space. It's very San Francisco, mm-hmm. but um, they have a lot of good food. It's there. an awesome place to hang out. Um, they have great sangria. They have um, great like poke bowls. Have you, eaten, have you eaten yeah. in the? There's like a. Is that the new outside place? that's like right in the parking lot there, just past the bridge. No, so they closed that. That was called the yard. Um, so it's not that. So you have to walk a couple blocks back. Got it. But yeah. have you have you ever eaten at the yard before? Before it closed, yeah. yeah they had, I, I they had a couple that. trucks right there. There's some good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all we got for ballpark food. That's plenty. I know we've discussed it a little bit before, but we appreciate the insights. You know, if we ever get to go back to a Giants game at Oracle Park or even any place anytime soon it would be awesome i'm hoping sometime this year me too who's who knows i don't try to get my hopes up anymore fair absolutely (laughs) all right let's take a quick break we'll get a little weird and we'll come back with do you like the sweet taste of mountain dew do you like your vodka to be both inexpensive and flavored like melons then if we got a beverage for you From the minds of the host of the wildly popular podcast that shares its name, we bring you the Spivey Special. One part Mountain Dew, three to four parts Burnett's Watermelon Vodka. 100% fun. Drink one at your next party. 
or at 3 a.m. playing Halo 3. Please enjoy responsibly. Grab bag. 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 All right, let's get into grab bag. Grab bag. Grab bag. All right, we're going to start with my first question, and this is the secret question. Ooh, spooky. All right, you are given super secret government clearance. Obviously. In a room with a computer, Mm -hmm. with a search engine. Mm -hmm. You get one hour. What's the first thing that you search for? What do you want to find out about? The first thing that came to mind was who assassinated JFK. Whoa. Wow. That's a good start. That's a good start. Wow. That's like the I first like that. thing that, that came to mind. I would like to know all the conspiracy theories around it. Yeah. I don't even know if you could Google search this, like cure for cancer. That's probably. Do they have a cure does for it, cancer? Does it well, exist? They, they do not. But like, what if there is like secret data? What if they do have it? And they yeah. Just what don't, if they you do? never know. Yeah. And then that's like the missing component to the puzzle. Well, that's only gonna take a couple of minutes, so you still got like you know fifty-five minutes left for other things. But that's a good first one. <laughs> I would want to know what really is in Area Fifty-One. Oh, like if gun. there actually is any aliens or anything like that. That's where I would start, and then I'd go to you know the moon, et cetera, et cetera. All right. I. What about you? I think I would start with. Um, I'd want to know everything they found out about mars so far because they feel like they're hiding something mars yeah we We keep landing rover like we've had like 23 missions to mars where they either have satellites or something that landed it on the planet and i feel like we're not getting all the pictures well i didn't know that they take so long for them to get back like the one that just landed won't come back to earth for another 10 years really yeah so like the sample that the rover just collected is not going to be back till 2031. Oh, that's a so fun they, fact. they won't be able to like dissect what's going, but I'm COVID. like, <laughs> got a <to> quarantine. <laughs> yeah, All right. Well, which one of you gals wants to start with your grab bag question? I like that question. That was a deep thought. Or- yeah, that was a good one. It's probably not far with that one. That. Yeah. That's a good, really good question. Okay. I'm going to go first. So we got inspired by your past episodes and just like on the topic of food and ballpark food. So um, say you're kind of in like a life or death situation. Absolutely. Okay. Set in a scene. And in order to live, you either have to eat a whole bottle of mayonnaise, ketchup, or mustard. Which one are you choosing? I think that's an easy question for me. (laughs) Oh, I I think like, we think a little bit differently. I think Zach and I are probably going to have the same. I think we're going to go ketchup. No, I go mustard. Really? That no. is such a bad. Well, I hate mustard. So that's probably why I would go ketchup. Maybe I'd choke it down, you know, with a little mayo, you know, just get a little spoonful. Oh. That helps the ketchup go down, I've heard. But I think ketchup's the safest, but it's sweeter than mustard. So it's too much sugar. Yeah. A lot of sugar. I would go do ketchup. What about yeah. you, Chrissy? <laughs> I didn't know I was going to have to answer this question. Uh, probably, probably ketchup. 
See, I thought that was the safest, but thinking about it, I just hate mustard, so I wouldn't go mustard. Mayo, it's just disgusting. Why no one would pick mayo out of those three? No. Depends the jar size, though, I guess. It depends on how much mustard or ketchup and mayonnaise. I feel like the mayonnaise would have to be the smallest one for that to even yes. be an option. Yeah, it would have to be like a couple spoonfuls. Even that, I could eat mayonnaise. My yeah. life depended on it. I mean, it looks like you've eaten a couple <laughs> things of mayonnaise tonight. But... <laughs> All right, Daisy. Spoiler alert, that's what's in this energy drink can. <laughs> All Why right. Is it chunky? <laughs> Why do you have a spoon? <laughs> oh, a spoon might be. Yeah, a spoon. Yeah. Next one. All right. You're walking <laughs> oh, okay. down the street and someone mistakes you for somebody else and they pull you into a talent show. Uh-huh. And you have five seconds to come up with a talent to go on this talent show. What is your talent? Zach? I gotta think. <laughs> <laughs> or like you're at an amusement park and a crowd is gathering in anticipation and they mistake you for part of the cast and you're shoved onto stage. I'd probably just start dancing. <laughs> I think it'd just depend like what kind of amusement park. I'd get the vibe of where I'm at. You know, if it's like at a hoedown, you know, I might have to sing. <laughs> Well, that was like your I mean, I might have to go country, you know, country Aerosmith. If you check out our um, TikTok, I'm on there singing country Aerosmith. What but, if it's like a like an opera? Yeah, an opera. You know, like you got to do thing. you got to do what you got to do. You know, Trey does a really good fake Italian. Yeah, always have. Okay, let, let's let's I call hear him it. Olive Garden. No, no, I just no. like breadsticks. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I go your breadsticks. Yeah. At all of them. I think I would try stand up. I would just go for it. I don't think you can stand up that well. <laughs> oh, I'm comedy? Good at, yeah. No, I probably would too. I already have a couple sets already written. So I'd probably just that's go, what I'd go with. I think that's the safest bet. Yeah. And if you get booed off, that's, that's part of the gig. Yeah. Or a Giants fan. <laughs> what would you two go with? <laughs> I'd go dancing. Yeah. We were both on dance team in high school. Yeah. We just, you know, just yeah, music, yeah. Music. muscle memory, a routine. From but what, what if there's no music? You're just going to start like popping yeah. and locking. I'll start tap dancing. Yeah. I can tap dance. What if you don't have tap dance shoes? That's okay. You make it up. Any, any shoes I would can like be tap get dance some, shoes like, if you really try. I would get like audience participation to like Maybe pop like- into <laughs> Daisy would do the, the whole bit for the Buster Posey glove giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Where's Lucille? Where's Lucille? Are you Lucille? They're like, what are you talking about, lady? T-shirt toss, freeze dance. What if you did like a a super elaborate, like you pretend that you're a magician and you need Mm -hmm. help from the audience Mm -hmm. and you just grab like four people and place them in weird spots on the stage and then you just kind of walk off. That's what I would do. I saw one of those videos today, like this magician on one of those talent shows and he just like makes fun of magic, basically. He goes is this a picture of you? And he holds something in front of him and it's a mirror. (laughs) That's pretty funny. All right, so I'm going to try this grab bag thing out. Um, I haven't done it very well, but this is going to be elaborate, so you're going to have to kind of, you know, keep with me. Let me get my notepad out. (laughs) All right, so you're in a port and you're at a, um, a bar slash tavern and it's called Anchors. So you're sitting in this Anchors bar 
and um, in walks somebody with a treasure map. Okay, he hands you the map and he also says you're going to get a boat. He goes, you are going to have to go and find this treasure, but you can only bring one person with you. And that person has to be one of these flavors of <laughs> spices. What? You have scary, ginger, baby, posh. I can't think of the other fifth. You have to pick, take one of the Spice Girls with you on your treasure hunt. Ooh. One of those oh, Spice Girls. Spice. It's like a little bit before time. <laughs> I heard do Sporty Spice. Sporty Spice, that's the one you would take with you? I would, yeah. Do you have a reason for that? You have to I show your it. work. I <laughs> <laughs> showing my work. <laughs> a student show. Um, You're a teacher. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like going to say, oh, I'm going to let my students hear that. Um, I would take her just because I feel like if we're going on an adventure on a boat, like gonna need some muscle, like get through some stuff. So I feel like she would come in handy. Um, I'm gonna go with Posh Spice because mm -hmm. married to David Beckham, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she would have great resources, oh. you know, and she seems like an intelligent woman. Yeah. And, you know, maybe she brings the family along. <laughs> but you only get one person. Well, no. and, okay. But she could, you know, does she have a phone? She could FaceTime, you know. If know. you're out at sea, like, how useful <laughs> are they? Yeah. Be? Okay. I'll just go with, like, she has the resources. Okay. I like it. Zach? I think that's the right pick. I think Pasha is the right pick because I think she's the richest of all of them. Yeah. And I think she owns a yacht and I need a yacht to get to the treasure map place. No, they gave you a boat. What kind of boat is it? That's the one you have to take. Don't worry about what the boat is. I want to like. know what kind of boat it is. So it's a I can... treasure hunt boat that you would take with a bunch of pirates, but you only get Posh you. sponsored and it. <laughs> How far it away is it? I would say like three or four leagues. <laughs> I think that's like nine miles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you could like see it. It's a dig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with scary. And the reason why is I think she's seen some things. And I think if we run in <laughs> to some pirates or, you know, some, you know, wildlife, once we made it to the island that we had to be on, I think that she'd be able to be, you know, really good with building shelter and finding food. And I just think that she seems like of the five, the one I'd want to hang out and relate to the most. Because this, you have to remember, you have to hang out with this person on the, tr on the trip. Then yeah. not posh spice. Yeah, I don't think I would want to hang out with posh. I don't maybe ginger. Ginger would be fine. Or, she would be the most or fun. baby. No, baby doesn't know nah. what's going on. She's just they just like grab somebody that had She's blonde like hair and you're like, all right, now. you're in the spice girls now. <laughs> yeah, but I think she had to show herself the most. So I think she would try the hardest. At the treasure map game? Yes, absolutely. She can come from baby to like preteen in a heartbeat. <laughs> 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 what? All right, Zach, you finish this up with grab bag. I kind of take throwing me off with your weird questions. <laughs> Why is it always like a boy song. band yeah. question? It's not a boy band. Yeah, it's a it's a girl band. Absolutely, spice of girl. Band. Yeah, iconic. 
All right, you're offered a magic potion. Why wouldn't I be? The magic potion allows you to live 500 years. Mm. It also slows down your aging. Reverse Benjamin Button style? It slows it down. So it would make the 500th year like you're 100. Okay. So you age like one-fifth of the normal rate. Like opposite of Jack. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you have seen that movie, Robin Williams. He gets no, really they didn't old see it quick before their time. Like, no spice that, that came out before they were born, probably. Yeah, probably. All right. Do you take the potion? Do you want to live till you're 500? Now, what? Show your work. Is it a love potion, number nine, or how? What it's are number we? eight, which <laughs> makes you live longer. That's before. Okay, um, girls, you want to answer? I'm gonna say no. Five hundred years is a really long time, and everyone I would love would already be, you know, past. I I would say no. I would say yes. Because oh, okay. Hot cake. You form new families and new people <laughs> every hundred years. <laughs> So you would meet your great, 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 great grandchildren. That's yeah. a great point. So you like be in diapers till you're like 15 ish. Well, no, it'd be starting <laughs> now. Oh, okay. Oh. So I get all right. So I've already lived 160 years approximately. So I'd be like 161 right now. What? Because every year is five years. Huh? Or I get 500 more years. You get 500 more years. Okay. Yeah, I would probably do it. Like Daisy said, I can find new friends, new family. I wouldn't want to. I think it'd be hard. No, but I mean, I just use five years, which is really like one year to get over everything. And then, you know, I would just move on. I'd learn a lot. Just think, though, if you were born in 1500, you'd have to live 100 years as someone between 80 and 100 though well i probably wouldn't you don't have to worry about those last you know years usually i'm living to 100 regardless yeah oh you you're gonna make it to 500 you're gonna live 500 years and the last 100 of them you'd be between the age of 80 and 100 that is a lot of candy crushing knitting (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i could crochet that much that's a lot of fishing, though. A lot of fishing. Lot, lots of fishing. A lot of matlock. Yeah. A lot of matlock. I, I, I dabble in fly fishing. Fun fact. No, I did not know that. Yeah, did you know Are that? you taking I, a I potion? I would not. I'm on I wouldn't fence. want to watch everyone I know die and then do it like three more times. And I wouldn't want to be 90 years old for 50 years. That sounds terrible. Yeah. I don't think there is a right answer there. No, I don't think so either. That's, that's it's not like a cage match question. This is a thinker. You don't like those. I like, you know, is Lady <laughs> Antebellum going to take down Destiny's Child, show your work type questions. Show your work. <laughs> those, are, those are my speed, not like, Which also, can you I, read a book? <laughs> I listened to that one. It's like, I really don't think Lady A is going to win. I know. You, who do you think is going to win? Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child. hundred percent. Everyone I've asked has said Destiny's Child, but I don't think you understand that there's two grown men playing three kids, basically, because <laughs> Hanson's in there too. 
and then the ladies. But I think the ladies would want to protect the kids. That might get them in trouble early in the match. I'm taking two grown men over. Yeah, in the prime, though, Beyonce was probably feisty. Exactly. And Michelle, I feel like Michelle was also pretty feisty. Yeah, and Kelly. (laughs) I don't want to do the Lady Annabelle question again. (laughs) Okay. All right, well, I think that's all we have for Grab Bag. Um, Ladies, is there any other way that people can get more information about the Junior Giants? Of course. Yeah. So you can visit jrgiants.org for the latest from the community fund and follow us on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, at Giants Community or at Go JR Giants. You could follow us personally at at Chrissy underscore Cam. And Daisy underscore May. Three Ys. Three Ys on the May. Oh, so it's really easy to spell. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Zach, where can people follow us? They can follow us on all the social medias, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the old TikTok. TikTok. At Spivey Special. Check it out. Troy's going to be doing a fun dance this week. I don't know if that's true, but if we're going to let Daisy and and Chrissy pick the dance Troy's going to do this week in honor of their episode, I will do Do some research. Let us know which one he should do. It's going to be fun. The only way I'll do it is if one of you does it and then I can do like the little duet so I can show, you know, how much I can learn. Is that fair? Then we can promote the episode. Love it. <laughs> All right, I'll start stretching now. You can also check us out on our website, Zach, which is spiveyspecialpodcast.com. Please like and rate the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us out. Also, Zach, you're fat. Troy, you're fat. Later. Later.